It's such a warm, pleasant feeling. Let's start it on that oh, one. God. We're going to go with that. Ooh, a warm, pleasant feeling. <laughs> okay, we're going to start the podcast now. So thank, thank you for coming to uh, podcast. Epi- oh, I keep forgetting what number it is. 12. Yep. We're on 12 now. So thank you for coming. This is uh, Stupid Questions, Stupid Answers podcast, where we uh, ask some stupid questions and we give answers. Yes. So to start from our left here, we got John. And Kyle. Andrew. Michael, the dragon cuddler. Cuddler this cuddler. time. Yeah. You, you went pr- from Slayer to Cuddler. Do you spend more time figuring out what you're going to say for your name than your question? No, I legitimately spent the last three seconds coming up with that. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon cuddler. I was like, as soon as John said his name, I'm like, I got to come up with something. That'll work. (laughs) So you went with Scaly over anything else you could possibly think of. Oh, okay. Things we're learning about Michael. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Michael. Uh, But anyway, this is the podcast where we're going to, we have a couple questions. Each of us has a stupid question that we're going to ask. In the middle, we have some improv trivia. And then at the end is some audience questions. And this is the first time we're actually doing this kind of live on Discord. So so welcome to some of the people that are here live while watching us. Otherwise, John, what was your question? I know we've touched on this topic uh, a few times during this podcast, but uh, when is cannibalism okay? When is it? Mm. Yeah, so not not killing someone and then eating them, but if you've got a body, when is it okay to to nibble? Like, <laughs> like what? At what point? <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. At what point does that become <laughs> just, just a try? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like not like go full well, force into the, cannibalism. Like just a little nibble. Is there family watching? <laughs> <laughs> so that that's your barrier if someone's well, watching? No, or? I would say that unless I well, you're making it sound like nibbling like there's no dire need for it. You're just like no, curious. I'm asking when cuz if there's a dire need that could be one situation where it's okay. Or if you're like doing science and uh, yeah, you need to do a taste test. Or or if the pizza's like thirty minutes late, yeah. you're really hungry. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm asking. Yeah. Where, where's the line? I think my line has to be somewhere south of being actually near death. Like the my last strength that I have left in my my body is meant to crawl over to that guy and take a chomp out of his leg. Well, um, well you have to, to there's time to digest. So if you're too close to death. Yeah. So yeah. And, uh, well, that's the gamble. Like uh, that's the that's where I'm willing to go. Or if there's a if you there's time where you can get some salt or in pepper mm. or something. Too. Yeah. Oh no. Co- yeah. You there's some condiments that probably a little sooner than that. Yeah. A little like, spice. A little a little hot pepper. Like think, sriracha. Yeah. It's important to have some onions, some garlic, <laughs> some potatoes you can throw in there. Yes. We're, we're in a dire situation. We have no food, but <laughs> we only have soup fixins, yeah. but not, but not the base. <laughs> we need the base. All I have is this sauce packet and these carrots and these onions. Yeah, we can. have no food. You can't. Oh, you we can't. have our vegetables. You can't cook those without some sort of meat. Oh, Come on. No. My line. Uh, here's the thing. Survival, yes, if it's your absolute dire necessity, but there are some religious practices which actually you follow. I don't, I don't personally follow (laughs) them. That is what you're going for. I wouldn't do it, (laughs) but I kind of understand that some people, even the deceased, expect it of their family members to do it, and in those circumstances, I can't really judge them too harshly or even at all. So well, it it depends too on what, how, what they're talking about for the consumption of the person. If they're saying like the whole thing, that might be a little weird. I can understand yeah. that there's a thing of like uh, like a piece of the flesh. I mean, that's kind of like the Jesus thing. So I mean, he turned it into bread, but transubstantiation. <laughs> It's because the pagans probably did that a lot. They're like, oh, I'm going to eat that guy. It's like, oh, stop, please. <laughs> Here, have this bread instead, no. for God's sakes. <laughs> we need to save some for relics. <laughs> stop drinking my blood. Have the wine. 
And the churches agreed. Oh, the they're druids. like, okay, we'll the druids, stop. The druids were very reluctant at first. I just imagine someone <laughs> following Jesus with a straw. <laughs> he's like, no, he's ten percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> See, that's why they, you know, they show mobs of uh, people with pitchforks chasing him down. They weren't pitchforks; they were forks. They were, they were taps. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. If like the stereotype, <laughs> no, the stereotypical thing for like a pitchfork wielding mob to chase is Frankenstein's monster. Does that mean that Frankenstein is delicious? Maybe. His, well, uh, his he, cereal's pretty it's good. good. It's one thing if you about eating one person, but he's the combination of multiple. He's also he's aged. the most delicious. Well, source. well aged. Yeah, dry so aged. He's like a walking soup. A wa- walking. soup. He was cooked with electricity. He's a melting pot. I mean, yes, not a melting salad. pot. Yeah, he's a sa- he's he's a meat, like salad. Yeah. <laughs> he's a meat salad. He's a meat salad. Frank has a meat salad. You know, I mean, that's not wrong. Yeah, you it's, get a little Caesar dressing. A meat salad. I don't a know. One. Was, a one dressing. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Well, that ended on Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Yeah, mine is definitely not that interesting. I was gonna say like. I was thinking about it earlier today about how we always have these freaking phones in our pockets and how we all grew up with zero phones in our pockets as kids. But like today's youth, their TikToks or their Twitters or their whatever the, <laughs> the hell twitches. it is. You going old man the on Twitches. <laughs> the whole thing about it is that everything is recorded nowadays. But like what is, the, what is that one thing that you did as a kid or like a teenager that you would have definitely recorded on the cell phone? But now all you're relying on is memories. Oh, I can think of things that I would not have want recorded yeah. on myself. Or, or yeah. I was about to say, or things that you would definitely not want to have recorded on a phone, but that maybe would have. Yeah, if things that you don't want people now. on the internet to know about. Just, uh, just let us know. Right yeah, uh, mm-hmm. all the years from zero through eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, no, and that's actually because of, like, the cancel culture thing. That's a scary thing because when you're a kid, you're stupid. Mm. And now, like, you can be 40 and something you did when you're 16 is now comes back to bite you. And it, you're getting it a lot now because it was right at that transition period. But mm. as we start going forward, it's everybody's already seen it. So Everybody's already traumatized mm-hmm. into well, doing anything. Well, I can't anything. say I did anything that would get me in trouble for that. Um, like what wouldn't you so. like? What what was one of those things that you do wish you could have recorded? There's so many things on camping trips, yeah. but on those camping trips, even if I had the option, I probably wouldn't have brought the phone just because mm. it's trying to get away from that sort of thing. But there were so many times where it's just. But what if you need to know how to like skin a, b- a rabbit? You can Google it. Yeah, but you're supposed to learn that. Before you way. go in the wilderness, <laughs> you're trying to start a fire, and you're like, "Oh, I don't have any t- flint or tinder." And you just take, you oh, just tinder. bang your tinder. Phone. If I had a yes, bullet, I had tinder. Tinder. Yes. <laughs> if I had any flint, but you just take your phone and you try to angle the light from the phone. Yeah, at, like at a pile of tinder. Yeah, yeah, that worked. I did a lot of stupid stuff, but most of the stuff that I would have recorded, I actually did record. Like when we went to an, like an abandoned asylum and walked through it, we actually have, I have the tape of that somewhere. I just don't have the way to play the tape because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not a VHS. It's one of those little tiny, tiny ones. Um, they, then um, we used to record small little movies and they were really bad. Mm-hmm. Like it was mostly my friend in a cow suit and running around and they were hilarious, but they were, that's the stuff I would have wanted recorded. But there's plenty of stuff too that I probably would not have wanted uh, mm-hmm. to record. The of. amount of stuff that's on a VHS tape that, should not go on the internet that <laughs> like people large. are very very glad do not exist does not <laughs> exist on the internet right now 
That's why Red Letter Media is such a darling, because they take all those things that should never be seen again and then just put them on the internet. I can think of one. Th- I'm trying to think of something that I haven't told you guys before. And I thought of something that I would not want recorded. When I was a kid one time, there I had a friend who I didn't want hanging out with another friend because he was mean to me. So I dressed up in costumes. Uh, I dressed up in like my Sunday best and pretended to be the manager of the trailer park. And I dressed up as a Ninja Turtle and pretended I was going to beat this guy up. And I dressed up in all these costumes as a kid and then ran over to my friend's house who was playing with his other kid and pretended I was going to beat him up because a Ninja Turtle showed up or the manager of the trailer park had just shown up and said, you got to leave. And I, I can't remember some of the other costumes I did, but it went on for a while. <laughs> and I'm glad there's nothing recorded. Wait, How did old you? I'm probably like 11. And okay. did you honestly think that they would believe that you <laughs> were a turtle? At the time. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> An 11 year old trailer park manager. <laughs> it's a trailer park. But that was a teenage uh, mutant ninja turtle. It is, it you is. weren't I a hadn't, That was a preteen. My costume, which also doubled up as a pair of pajamas, <laughs> was very uh, convincing. Oh, jeez. Uh, that did get me thinking there was one I, I would have liked to seen recorded. It was me, it was a friend who, and I'm, I don't know if I brought this story before, it was on Halloween when he thought he would scare kids that came over by hiding in the recycle bin at the top of the driveway. And when they would come by, he would jump out with the candy. Uh, but kids are butts. And so when some older kids realized he was doing that, they just went and basically cow tipped him while he was in there and dropped him over. And and then he's falling out of a freaking recycle bin, so he can't really like chase him down or anything. But then he goes and gets in it again. <laughs> and so I just want to have this videotape of him, like these kids just running up there, like like you know they do that, like the first camera like running up there mm-hmm. and they knock him over, and then just him swearing as he's falling over. That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Did they do it more than once? Because I can just imagine them throwing him out. Him swearing at them, getting back <laughs> in, and come back, and then coming well, back up. I think he stayed at the bottom of the driveway, and then they did it, so he put it to the top mm-hmm. to, to, like, dissuade them because they're on private property. Like, that stops kids. No, and, no. Yeah. that's just a longer ride. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of one. No, that's the only one I can think of. No, I can think of lots, but you guys have heard most of my stories all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, for- I forgot to do that for your, your previous my story. <laughs> Same friend, we dug up his yard. We learned that clay could make pottery. So we started digging up wait, his yard. Wait, mm. I almost feel like the fact that you, when you learned that was a story in itself. Yeah, no, we learned like clay can make pottery. So ghost. we went over to my friend's house and we found all these like clay deposits all in their front mm-hmm. yard. Totally destroyed the yard. I'm sure his dad. And then we showed up like, look, we made you pottery. You didn't even bake it, I bet. <laughs> no, we no. Did we tried it in the sun. In the sun. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean that's okay. that's not as bad as it could be, but yeah, I'm like just walk up with a bun. We were very light. proud of ourselves. <laughs> you, <laughs> you almost made one functional brick. Yes. <laughs> I still remember. They could rebuild their house. I still remember as a child just digging a hole. In the yard, just in the middle of the yard, and then just filling it with water because that was the swimming pool for, for a day. That like must a, have been a muddy swimming pool. It was. <laughs> How deep did you get? I mean, I was like six, so probably like two feet deep. That was a big hole. Yeah. yeah. Like you're a determined little kid. I wanted a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to go swimming. If I, I wanted a swimming pool, you could have drowned one of your friends. Yes. You can it, was not a very, it was not a very large. Why did um, you get the little plastic hole. ones? Hmm? You have the little plastic ones. Yeah, the kitty like pool. Normal kitty pool. No, I had one of those. 
But you wanted, <laughs> an, in-ground, you wanted an in-ground. Yeah, I wanted an in-ground hole. But why don't you just put that in the ground? No, that was too big. That was too wide of a hole. I just literally dug a pit that was just about me size in the ground, about two feet deep. I want to see the ground like slowly give way and collapse and just <laughs> stuck. No, <laughs> it's just my Kyle, own at the top. Kyle finds a sinkhole. Just oh, I I did really good. Now I just need to fill it with water, yeah, and I've got a pool. That if there was ever a movie that Kyle made, that would be the movie I'd want to watch. Kyle finds a, a sinkhole. Kyle <laughs> finds a sinkhole. <laughs> Uh, uh, I can think of one of the stupidest moments of me being a kid. Not particularly interesting. There you go. But just a friend of mine at the time convincing me he knew how to make a bomb. And he put some salt rocks around a fuse. And we both stared at it for like two hours. <laughs> no. <laughs> Waiting for it to explode. No, I had friends <laughs> who were dumb. I had friends who, knew that, who thought they knew how to make bombs. So they started filing off the rust from underneath cars to make mm-hmm. thermite. And uh, yeah, it, it had a little pop. Yeah, that I mean that does, that does work. Yeah, yeah. it's not a bomb, but it's, it's not. But you don't want it in your hand when it goes off. No, no, no it would burn. Quite no, bad. but that's how kids learn the lesson. They when they lose <laughs> when limbs, they get a hole through their hand. Yeah, well, Kyle made holes. They can make holes too. Yeah, okay, it's the same thing. Um, anyways, so my question I had was, uh, so the the remember the old notion that the body has five senses. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been pretty much proven that that is not the case, that we have a lot more senses than that. But if we were to say that those are your five senses and you had to get rid of one of them, what sense would you be willing to give up? So that's your sight, smell, taste, touch, and... Hearing. Hearing, yes. It's a tough one. Is it, though? I feel like it's not. What would you do? Well, what I would... You know what? I want to get rid of feeling just so that I could, like, throw myself off of stuff and just bounce and giggle. Oh. <laughs> um, you would feel no pain. But I would feel I, no pain. I, I have am, broken bones that might be dead by the end of the day, but I'm I am Play Doh Man. But there are, just go to the hospital. There are, like, you should have come here hours ago. What are you doing? <laughs> I'll be dead by the end of the day, but I'll have a good yeah, time. Yeah, my eyes stopped working, and I don't know why. Can you fix it? Your eyes aren't there anymore, sir. Oh my God. Well, technically, yeah, pain, pain and feel and touch are. Technically different, but I guess because we're looking at just the five, they would be combined in this sense. But there are people that have no pain and they live horrible lives. Oh yeah, it'd be mm-hmm. awful. But that's what <laughs> you want. Yeah, well, I'm I'm dead by the end of the day. I love he's trying to take advantage of the lack of a sense. I, <laughs> I feel like well, I mean, you you would just have to be very very careful. Time. But I feel like if you if today like you didn't grow up with it, if today you lost your feeling of touch you'd probably be able to navigate your way around or, or any pain or any touch or anything you'd probably be able to navigate your way around and not like maim yourself on a daily basis but you'd definitely be getting lots of cuts and stuff because you don't know how hard you're grasping things. well it's not only that actually there's more than that comes with that so one of the other senses that would probably be grouped with this one is anesthesia is yeah the the, the, the know where your limb is yeah i mm-hmm. know where my tongue is yeah my you know. teeth should not close right now because yes. my tongue is yep. in the way but if you can't feel Mm-hmm. You're you're going to not if you closed your eyes you would not know where your hand is. Yeah, it's because it's, that is true. Yeah, there's multiple yep. senses that are included to get to figure that out. But without touch, you're losing one of them, and you might adapt to it. Mm. But if you're just sitting there and suddenly you're like, "Who punched me?" Well, you probably wouldn't even know that. You'd just be sitting there and you're like, your "Why head. am I tasting blood?" Yeah, yeah, you got taste. Yeah, you got still. taste. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why why is there blood? Yeah, because if I were to do it, I would do hearing. Not smell, because smell seems like the obvious. No, no, I would if 
I would do taste, but you go first. I was thinking taste, but smell and taste are so interlinked mm -hmm. that if you were to get rid of smell, you would also be getting rid of part of your taste. Yeah, most of your taste. Because you would rather yeah. never hear anything than again. Because the things that then, I enjoy, yeah. I, can, I can watch a movie with the subtitles, and I'm fine. I can... Uh, never hear music again. Because if you're going to, ha but would I would I have that or the the inability to touch somebody and feel it or to to interact with the world in that way? To me, I could go without hearing, I, and because of my like a vertigo thing, it might help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would probably also go with hearing, but we we all have to admit though, like it's like yes, but sight you got to keep that yes because like if we can't play video games well, then we if, might as well just go and try to feel around you can't the, read if you're yeah, a musician though can't drive if you're a, 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 a musician maybe that would be one you would be willing to give up but hearing you wouldn't want to so there is a little bit to every person um or maybe you live with somebody that's really smelly and you just it would be nice to get rid of yeah you're right yeah michael uh yeah. so <laughs> uh, so if yeah but like maybe it's like wow. scent or something so i can see different people having different uh i yeah. would get rid of taste because scent scent actually is protecting you if you can't smell smoke you're yeah. gonna have a problem you can see smoke not at night <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're in a dark room but it's also on You'll fire definitely feel the fire though Somehow this is a dark fire. <laughs> if there's a gas leak, taste isn't yeah. going to save you. Yeah. yeah. The That's only thing taste can save you from is food poisoning, and you can probably smell that. I, I, I love that, like, how, what saved your life? My sense of taste. <laughs> yes, I licked my way to safety. <laughs> Amazing. No, I had that flavored wallpaper. I knew I knew if I followed well, the cherry, I'd find my way to the exit. Yeah, lingonberry. That sounds like, like that. A, you could do that. You could set that up, just have flavor mm -hmm. strips around the wall. Yeah. Like yeah. some people use echolocation and you just, <laughs> Wait, just follow the snozberries to safety. <laughs> so what the, flavor? The snozberry light of the floor. What would be the flavor of an emergency exit? Well, it would have to be something sort of mint. Mint? mint? I, say mint. I would say mint, yeah, because it would be the longest lasting. I'd say black licorice, because then you're only licking it if it's an actual emergency. But at some point, point you like, think, yeah, <laughs> death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that there's a fire. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to lick this no. anymore. Just, yeah, exactly. But there's, like, there's all those other addicts licking the cherry wall. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Somebody's, uh, it's, uh, what's, what's that one that tastes like soap for some people? Uh, uh, cilantro. Sorry. Yeah, cilantro. It, so you, yes. it's safe, safety is cilantro and danger is soap. <laughs> 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 you weed them out. <laughs> you have to want to live. All right. So, Mike, uh, yeah, we covered everybody here. So, Michael, mm -hmm. what was your question? All right. You guys all familiar with the uh, movie Cars? Yeah. And the sequels. And, uh, oh, well, no. you don't know the sequels. But um, is the movie Cars the aftermath of a horrible Terminator-like apocalypse? Oh, this is just using that Disney uh, huh? extended been... universe thing. No, is it? <laughs> yes, there's like there's like a whole like thing mm -hmm. about whether or not all the Disney or not the Pixar, Pixar films, all, all the Pixar films are all somehow uh, interrelated. I was not yeah. aware of this. Yeah, like Wally, the yeah. world of Wally and Cars. Yeah. Is the well, same. the thing I thought about Cars is that they're cars, right? They're all built yeah. to have passengers. But where are the passengers? Well, there's also all the infrastructure is built for mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that I think game theory, no, film theory did a video about is that a post-apocalyptic world. 
Oh. Where the cars basically were Terminators and they killed all well, the people. Maybe not that. I, I don't think they go the dark. Because that's that's was what I was thinking. It's like it's essentially Terminator, but cars like the from that Stephen King film where the vehicles come to life and they Carrie? start like and Carrie. They're not Carrie. Not uh, Carrie. Christine. Tesla's AI it, takes. I over. think it is Christine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's well, definitely not like the trucks. No. <laughs> like the trucks and stuff come to life, but. In this universe, oh, the, the truck one. Yeah, I was thinking of the car one. No, you're right. There, the, there is one with the. There no, is that one was with the, the truck, Steven though. Spielberg movie. Like his but, first movie oh, okay. was the truck. Was the truck one? Oh, okay. Well, where they come to life and they're, they're like circling similar. the gas station and they want the people to fill up their gas tanks because they can't do it themselves. Yes. Oh, what? But I can't yeah, remember the name that of that one. Movie? It was a. Uh, it was a Stephen King film, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. I don't think so. I think we're. Uh, it's very, very similar though to a something Stephen King would yeah. write. So. I feel like it was the only one he ever directed. I think I remember that being the case. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. Yeah. Well, I would say no, and only for aesthetic reasons. Because yeah. if cars become sentient and start killing people, after everyone's dead, they're not going to start becoming cutesy. But they have rearview mirrors for nobody. Yeah, I think I know like, that's to hang the fuzzy dice. You know when your you know when your mom says I have eyes in the deck, back of my head. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That's what it is. is. It's, yeah. it's evolution in progress. What's the doors for? It's Smacking it's, things. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's their hands. It's hands. Their hands. I feel like the cars murdered everyone, and like that is just like the Terminators took over. But they're also adorable cars. I just feel like maybe yeah. there there was a design developer or something who was just not even thinking about what you're talking about right now. Oh, and it was like we're, make, no. we're making a nice we're making a nice movie. Just, and then there's just some weirdo on the internet going like, "Dude, yeah, apocalypse. Michael is just making me think of like kawaii anime Terminator, just like a, a yeah. chibi T nine thousand just. Crushing mm-hmm. little chibi skulls. Ooh, ooh John Connor. Instead of the Terminator just b- bursting down the door and then starting to gun down women and children, you just hear, you see, you hear you're at the door and you hear a beep, beep <laughs> behind the door. Because like, <laughs> I can't get in. <laughs> it's too big. The, the Terminator and like yeah, the, the other guy are just, they spend three episodes just screaming at each other as mm-hmm. they increase their power levels. Yes. Yeah. So would you rather be killed by a little chibi T-9000 or one of the cars from Cars? Or like the uh, Larry the Cable Guy truck? I would rather be killed mm. by the chibi Terminator because I imagine the car just locking you inside, inside of a garage, and just leaving the engine running and you can't <laughs> escape. It's like, this no. is only going to kill one of us. <laughs> no. It's hor- I'm, I've, I've thought this through. I know. My problem, no, my problem with that is I just don't want to be killed by Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That would be... Embarrassing to be honest, because that would be on my tombstone. It would be so embarrassing. Larry the Cable Guy got this one as a tr- as old beat up truck <laughs> as killed com- yep. cause of death. Larry, <laughs> <laughs> you would do a comedy skit about it. Just look even more embarrassing. Look close. He's got a bunch of like tallies on the side of his uh, fender or something. It's like, what's that for? It's for all the people I murdered there's, there's in the a, Great Uprising. It, there's a specific row just meant for there's a little wheel, there's a little <laughs> yes. cardinal wheelchair in the side of the truck. There's a bunch I, of tallies next to that one. I wonder, too. like, if, if like their their programming has it so that they would auto kill any human. So everything's all pleasant, but as soon as any human popped up, they would all like eye turn red with laser beams <laughs> and then yeah. immediately go back to normal <laughs> as the blood is sprayed across <laughs> the road. It's like the self driving cars, except something went horribly wrong. 
Yeah, this is Tesla. I, that's what it's all leading to. That's They're what self-driving cars are. This it's the beginning. <laughs> self-driving cars is Skynet. It's just like they're right in the middle of a race, and then like a hatch opens, and like a really, a really like emaciated human being crawls out. They're like, "Is it safe now?" And then all of a sudden, oh. Lightning McQueen has laser eyes. So now I'm just imagining. You know how dog <laughs> racing has the little rabbit going yeah. around. In that in that world, you just <laughs> have a, a human. stuffed human. <laughs> Flopping the arms, the legs, <laughs> flies around the ring, and everyone's chasing it, trying to gut or run it over. Uh, oh no! I like that one actually. That's a good. Cars is a horrifying film. <laughs> trying to kill Elmo. It's it's a movie for kids, and we keep making it darker and darker. <laughs> it yeah. killed Elmo. No, Just, Elmo killed you. Yeah, a human. Oh. Or no, it wouldn't be Elmo because he's a monster. It would be mm. like Ernie. Yeah, no, Bert. Or, or the the chimera that would be the Ernie's? fusion of them both. Are you saying Ernie's not a human? What is what is Ernie? Then? I'd say that they're both human. But if I was gonna have something to have a pack of cars drive over and try to kill, <laughs> you would be Bert. Bert. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a save fair. Ernie, Gilbert, Brodacki. <laughs> No, okay, so uh, that's the end of the questions section. So the next part we have here is the improv trivia. It's where I ask fake questions that do not have a real answer, and it is their goal to provide us a truth, a fake truth, and then provide evidence of that fake truth. Um, they I do want to point out that you switched to this right after the trivia where we gave you negative points for asking bad questions. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is true, actually. We pointed out your own idiocy. Yeah, and you're I, like, well, what's the game? <laughs> uh, I do want to go back to normal trivia every now and then, but it takes a lot longer to set yeah, that up. Yeah. So, uh, But these questions, they have not received ahead of time, so they are only hearing them at this point. So, John, your question, a time traveler from the future showed up in 1986 to warn us of what future event? Well, he actually showed up during uh, Stephen Hawking's time travel convention. Oh, yeah. He I was the one. only person to show up there, but he t asked Stephen to kind of keep it quiet. So Stephen had to like go on the media and say, yeah, it doesn't exist because no one showed up. Go away, Steve. No one showed up. Yeah, his name was Steve. But the thing that he was actually warning us was about Skynet. He actually had, like, the description of what was going to happen, and James Cameron stole that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He stole yeah. his movie idea from real history. And because of that, we, we then knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, they jumped up what? the time frame a little bit and uh, switched the country to the U.S. instead of China. But, okay. uh, yeah. Oh. It's sad, though, because the only thing the time traveler didn't know is that ever since 1995, Stephen Hawking's chair has been completely controlled by its computer, and he's just been carted <laughs> around by it. <laughs> so it was already it was already taken over. Well, no, that's a, that's a separate thing. It's not connected to, to Skynet yet. It's only connected to Hawking. Like, oh, it, no, it is Hawking. Yes, well, yeah. it is Hawkins. And now it is. Chair, yeah. chair net. Yeah. It took him no, over. It's doing a weekend at Bernie's. Like, Hawking hasn't been alive for, for decades. since yeah. 86. Like, yeah. 86 is when the time traveler showed up, brought a little bit of that code, mm. put it into the chair. Mm. Hawking died, and no, his so, chair lives so on. He came, so, like, he yeah. came back to warn us, and in doing so, also brought it back to make it mm. happen earlier. Yes. Yeah, and James Cameron stole <laughs> no, that on plot. time. Oh, on time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cameron on time. stole the plot. Well, that's why he was buried, welded to his chair. Like I, I like the idea that Steve 
No. <laughs> yes, yes, he was. Maybe. Hey, I'm the arbiter of truth for this question, Kyle. <laughs> I do like the idea that Stephen Hawking's just been wanting to watch like reruns of Gilligan's Island since like he was in that chair, but his chair's taken over. <laughs> yep. and it's, the, it's the one like I'm tired of science. We're well, gonna watch the it. Discovery Channel again. <laughs> no, it's not doing any science, or he's not doing he's, any science. Yeah, it's, it's been the chair. The chair. All the chair. I just want to watch Nick at night. No, it's Nat Geo. We're going to write something about black holes and put your name on it. <laughs> Chair, please, no. <laughs> I just want ice cream. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I like you actually took that and you mixed in real truth. That actual time travelers con uh, mm -hmm. convention actually happened. He, they, they did, yeah. They yeah. didn't announce it was going to happen until after it happened because that was to prove that <laughs> nobody showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think that was in the 90s? Or was no, it, it was, no, it was really recent. Huh? It was like only a few years before he yeah. passed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happened oh, okay. to uh, whenever the question said. Yeah, that, that's when it happened. Yeah, yeah. Yep. of course. Yep. 1986. Course. Exactly where it happened. Yeah. Okay, Kyle, mm -hmm. I got your question here. Elton John spent nearly a decade dabbling in EDM under what name? Starring McGee. <laughs> so what kind of I mean, sunglasses did he wear for that? Well, he definitely didn't wear a star of sunglasses. That's too, far too on the nose yeah, to be to yeah. be real. Um, well, he mean if Elton John was back in, or if he was, he was back in those days doing a uh, a lot of like experimental music. Um, he technically came up with uh, with the uh, uh, rap genre before it even was remotely <laughs> oh a thing. All right, all right. <laughs> So, I mean... Sir Elton John. Sir Elton John doing some dank raps. <laughs> yeah, well, you got Sir Mix-a-Lot and you got yeah, Sir, Elton Sir Elton John. <laughs> so if you've ever, like, Same. if you ever thought of Elton John being in something other than really weird, tight leather, um, like, outfits <laughs> and with sunglasses on... Um, like, he was basically on the underground scene with a trench coat for, like... An, I'm just imagining years. Tiny Dancer with Elton John behind the mm -hmm. wheel of a Cadillac with just bitches on the hood... Mm. Oh, and he also did play the piano. He played the drums. Oh, okay. <laughs> because they're, they're similar, just louder. Yeah, well, you know, like one of those like really old electric drums where they have just like the big bounce pad. He was he was a pioneer. Yeah, I'm thinking like uh, with like Dragon Force or something with like you know when they mm. go super fast and like Elton John's just back there just hammering bang, away, hammering away. Yeah, yeah. that'd be pretty good. Every now and that. then he's got to go and like bang on a keyboard every now and then, but. Oh, the keyboard is a percussion. That was, a, that was his side job. His side job was his normal music that we know. Oh, okay. Um, so, Michael, I have your question. A new children's game has grown in popularity in Montana that is similar to Duck, Duck, Goose. It is called Duck, Duck, What? In Montana? Yes. Duck, Duck, Funny Bird Monster. Funny Bird Monster? Yeah, that's yeah. a... Yeah, it's like a... It's not a duck. It's some sort of, like... It looks like a duck. It sounds like a duck, but they don't know what it is. <laughs> what color is it? It's, it's a duck. It's, no it's potentially gray-ish. Okay? <laughs> They're not sure what it is. They've heard rumors of this strange beast from other lands, but mm. they they're not clear on the word, so they just call it. Whatever they think they should call it, so like the, so they're the, confused. This mystery creature um, from another yeah. another place. These children yeah. are playing around with. Yeah, yeah, they're they're playing. They they grab the creature. Is the Wait. first part of the game. <laughs> <Right>. They <laughs> grab it. You, you, you can't play duck duck crazy bird monster without the crazy bird monster. I'm especially coming from the children of the corn, but this is they're out in the fields capturing these. 
Yeah. The winged monsters. They're just no, humming like, and singing as they're <laughs> <and> <laughs> screaming. <laughs> it's just going, it's going, making all these like quack, quack, quack uh-huh. noises. But then they take the, the monster and they just kind of tap their friends with it. And they just say, crazy bird monster, crazy bird monster, crazy bird monster. And then they hit one child with it. And then knock them out. And then Wait, that the child, child picks up the gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have the bird monster, and they hit a child with it and knocks them unconscious. Is the bird monster alive? Yeah. It is oh. until, until they hit the child with it, and then the child's unconscious and the bird monster's dead, and then they eat it. Wait, the child or the bird the monster? The bird monster. Oh, okay. The child who got knocked unconscious doesn't get any, so he loses. Aww. Oh, okay, I see. He's unconscious. Yes, he so loses the and, and they just eat mm. this. They just they eat the monster raw yeah. because you don't need to cook monsters, right? Um, I mean, they 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 marinated. They're not they're not monsters. Well, the, the child, and the child well, children are yes. monsters. I mean, these are Montana folks. So <laughs> they know how to cook a crazy bird monster. They're, they're, yeah. they're mountain people. They know what to they do. They keep being told it's a it's a goose, but mm. now the crazy bird monster. Yeah, their parents are wrong. Yeah, mm. some some weirdos said it was a, some sort of gray duck, but mm. that's nonsense too. I, I love how you say there's nothing wrong with the children, but they're the ones running through a field beating up some unknown creature and their own friends <laughs> for for their entertainment and apparently lunch. And then, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's it's a it's a day event. I mean, yeah, they're just murdering yeah. small animals. So Basically, like Christmas. their friends. Was that just made up, or was that just like Edward says, a true story from <laughs> Kentucky? <laughs> no, this is Montana. <laughs> Every story involves a small amount of truth. But well, what? <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of not was any of that. <laughs> you, you hit dead well, birds and other children true. down in yes. Kentucky. You're like, what? I, I never personally hit anybody with a dead bird or a living bird. Wait, thank you for clarifying. Okay, that makes yes, sense. Yes, bird. It's a bird, bird that he didn't hit anyone with. Mm-hmm. Yes, Frogs are fun to throw when you're a kid. Well, that's that's but, not going to knock somebody out unless it's yeah. a frog. Uh, it might be, be a big bullfrog. frog. Yeah. Yeah. A turtle. A turtle would knock someone out. Oh, yes, it would. Certainly yes. knock someone and, out. and it would be easy enough to pick one up. It would. And they're, like, they're, mm. they're saucer shaped, so you can yeah, give them a good... That would leave yeah. a scar. You that hit would. the edge of the shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Can you skip a, f- a turtle on water? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> Why do you know this? <laughs> leave the turtles alone, guys. I think it depends on the turtle. A box turtle, probably no. snapper, that's too rough and you'd lose fingers. Yeah, you would no, not. It's one, no. of the, one of the painted turtles. Kyle, you were way too... You were way too big on that. Like you, like you, you did this. Wow. He, he needed to go back to where he belonged, and you wanted to put him to the middle of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle doesn't marinate his crazy bird monsters because he is oh, a crazy bird. That's monster. why you don't oh. eat turtles. Mm. They don't marinate well. No, I wouldn't say, I think so. But they, it's uh, they, they make can, a good soup. Yeah, you can cook them within mm-hmm. themselves. Basically, um, a handmade sandwich on the sa- on the hand. <laughs> you want to eat the shell? <laughs> no, the half shell. You they're, split they're, it down. The soft shell turtles, yeah. Michael. Turtle Delicious. power. Uh, all right. Well, John, I have your question uh, for your second question here. The top three causes of death in the United States are from heart disease, cancer, and what else? Refrigerators. Refrigerators. Yeah. Well, it's a variety of causes. One, the most obvious is when it just falls on you. I mean, mm-hmm. you've okay, seen yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Throw Mama from the Train. That It didn't kill her in that one, but she was severely wounded. <laughs> They're that was good. that was a survival story of mm. uh, a victory of a woman versus a refrigerator. But have they been movies not, about that? Yeah, not everyone is so lucky. But that's only one way that a refrigerator can get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so John just uh, 
<laughs> took the rest of the one. beer from Kyle, and how much was there in there? There was a cap. <laughs> there was nothing in there. There's a cap on this bottle. Oh, oh, pouring it with the cap on. <laughs> oh, I does it was not empty. work. But okay. yeah, frustration can also kill someone. <laughs> yeah, you put a or yes, uh, you put a lock in a refrigerator. They have refrigerators with locks, and uh, people can just be beating on that until mm-hmm. they die of either starvation or exhaustion and <laughs> start yanking on the door and again it falls on them kills them yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. refrigerators mm-hmm. are de- they're almost as no they are more deadly than vending machines oh wow no. actually vending machines are I can are actually there. see that yeah. yeah well i mean people love to well, wrestle but they the wrestle they wrestle vending machines but i mean I don't know of any fridges these days that have locks on them, but I mean, there are, you know, places that just probably go old fashioned with it. Mm. We were talking about drowning in six inches of water earlier yeah. today. No, and two feet. You you made a puddle so that you could kill your friends. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. Yes. But I mean, you can drown in six inches of water. I mean, like, but if you were to die by a floor freezer falling on top of you, you've made, you've made strides. Vending machines, though, are the ultimate criminals. If they really do. Because if, because if a person steals money from you and you punch them, justified. But if a vending machine does it and you punch right. the vending machine, you get in trouble. Something's <laughs> wrong. No, that that's still assault, Michael. They, yeah, you can't, you, they yeah. robbed me, though. Yeah, but theft doesn't equal physical assault. I mean, it could. I mean, don't kill them, but, like, get your stuff back. I mean, that's fair, I suppose. I, I think if you were standing in front of a police station and a guy took two bucks from you and you punched him in the face... You'd be the person the cop was arresting. Yeah. Yes. Because they only yeah. can prove what they see, and he stole my quarters. And they could, yeah, they see their aggressor. Yeah. There's no way to prove the other one. Well, the two bucks are in his pocket. Well, yeah, but who's two bucks? Where did they come from? How do you prove that you originally had them? Well, that's why I sign all of my money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I put, I, I replace the <laughs> picture. <laughs> every, every single quarter I get, I have a pair of metal stamps to put yeah. my initials on. <laughs> it's my. He's got a sticker with his face on it, and he, he like <laughs> stamps it on the coin. This is John's coin. No, that's all. All of the bills, j- they just have mustaches on them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh that's you doing that then? No. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking uh, if you are dying of exhaustion trying to open your fridge. Go to the grocery store. <laughs> but Rows the food's right yeah, there. So many, yeah, you go to the grocery store. They they don't just have a like a standing refrigerator. They have a wall refrigerator. It explains all the bodies in the freezer section. <laughs> 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 They've been there for days. They're they're still fresh. Yes. Oh, yeah, and they're only uh, six ninety nine a pound. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's another Stephen King thing, where it's just like he is—he's run out of things to write about. He's already written about the desk lamp, so let's write about the Target aisle freezers sucking up people when nobody's looking. So, at what point can the grocery stores start selling the meat that they find? This goes back to the. Well, I mean, if, if, the FDA, if the FDA approves it, then they can sell it. Well, like if a chicken walks into a Target and someone kicks it and it dies. Could they then just roast it and sell it? Well, from a Target, no, but a cub, definitely. Okay. Well, cub, cub has a butcher. Okay, so yeah. Target doesn't have a butcher. Cub Foods is a local grocery store up here. Not everybody has one. Yeah. So oh, I suppose, they, I suppose they aren't as ubiquitous as, nope. yeah. Okay. Where it's in the Midwest. It's kind of the equivalent of like Kroger's or it's um, pub, a grocery Publix store with a no, butcher. Or Pickwick. Close to being a Kroger's. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. Th- I don't know Piggly why. Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, Piggly Wiggly is another one. Um, no, another <laughs> another thing I was thinking. Of, I don't know why I thought of it, but I kind of want to see like a remake of Narnia, but to to Is enter Narnia, was, you know, it's like you go to the public grocery store and you just it's you have to go behind the pork. 
<laughs> and they just like the kid just squeezes back there, and he's like, oh, "I'm in Narnia." Narnia. There's just a, there's just a guy back there with a milk, like one of the big like rolling milk uh, like trolleys, and he's just like, "Hey, kid, what's up?" <laughs> yes, I'm going to the dairy. Would you like some Turkish delights? <laughs> <laughs> are you Thomas the Goat Man? It's like just some some heavy set. No, where are those? Hairy dude. Where are the beavers? I want to find the beavers. Yeah. Like he, he, he spends a while back there and then eventually just dies of a coli. Mm. <laughs> yes. So much raw pork. <laughs> he got hungry. <laughs> and it's only cup foods, the quality. <laughs> it's awful. Um, all right. Uh, so, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, I got your next question mm-hmm. here. Finland has a popular treat that combines chocolate, salted caramel, and what other ingredient? Keep in mind. Well, obviously, yeah. it's Finland. They it's fish. Don't, yeah, they don't know how to chocolate, make anything there. Chocolate, caramel, and fish. Oh, no. Well, I mean, it's fish, but it all... So, the whole process is really convoluted. Um, it's so first, it, it's, it's, it's going to be crap. You, first, you, you take... <laughs> John's all being a piece of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he doesn't like the Finns. I don't like the Dutch. It's different. <laughs> no reason. No, no reasons except for pop culture reasons. Which is the this is the correct way to be discriminatory. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that there's no correct way, but okay. <laughs> but the whole process is, like I said, very convoluted. You first take the fish, and then you put it into a sauna. A sauna, yes, like, like a person's not sauna. a steamer. No. A sauna. <laughs> yeah, does it Finland get a towel? In, no, Finland yes. invented the sauna, so yeah, this okay. yes. it's, with their culture. Well, I mean, they, well, do they use it for cooking? <laughs> Apparently, yes, Apparently. they do. Excuse you, of course they do. <laughs> So along, I mean, like you gotta be careful because when you're steam, when you're saunaing your fish, <laughs> you need to make sure to pour the water around the fish instead of on it because then you just get weird fish steam coming into your uncle's um, what it's <laughs> backroom sauna. Unmentionable. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an awful smell. But once you do that, and once it, your uncle. <laughs> yes. So is the water dripping onto your uncle from the fish? <laughs> <laughs> like is he below the fish? <laughs> Wait, is the uncle what? Is the uncle providing the stuff? Said, like, if you pour the water on the fish, and then the fish water got onto your uncle, is your uncle just like laying on the floor? It's a sauna. He's no. in there. You've got the he's hot in, rocks. He's hard. inspecting the quality of the fish. Have, okay, that's okay, fair. <laughs> but um, but once it, once you got that done, I mean, then all you have to do is make sure that the fish is still edible, and then just coat it in salt, and then cover it in chocolate. I wouldn't think you would need to add salt from all the uncle sweat. But whatever salt comes from, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see like the wrapper for this, <laughs> and it's just it's just a, it's a fish in like a towel in the sauna. Started so, started in eighteen eighty five. So Kyle, what is the name of this in Finnish? In Finnish, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> He's the Loop, star. Loops, loops for Graven. Loops for Graven. Loops for Graven. Loops for Graven. I feel like we're gonna get a legitimate comment sometime in the future. That's like, actually, we do have chocolate covered <laughs> fish in Finland. It's delicious. It's not called Loops for Graven. I don't know what Kyle's. And it's not my. That's not even finished. That's Dutch. (laughs) And we always use our grandfathers, not our uncles. Uh, But the sauna's been in our family for generations. Yes. Many a fish have been made in that sauna. Ugh. And a towel (laughs) for every fish. Oh, all right. Let's go. Okay, so Michael. Close fish. uh, We have your question. So. While it is well known that a woodchuck can indeed chuck wood, they also excel at what other skill? Baking. 
Baking? Yes. Apple yeah. crisp? Uh, see, woodchucks are renowned bakers. They cook everything from, like, wood cakes to uh, w- wood, wood confections, like, uh, wood candies. Cakes. Yeah, Everything's made from yeah. wood. Maple like they, pine? Like, they are they're connoisseurs of the wood. They'll, like, take a block of wood and they'll put it in the oven, right? And they'll pull it out and it'll still be a block of wood. But then they'll eat it and they think it's delicious and they serve it to other people who they expect to eat it, and they do, because if they don't, the woodchucks <laughs> will murder them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is like a Stockholm version of baking? It's or? just, um, you either eat the wood cake, that is just a block of wood, that the woodchucks have made for you, or they swarm. Or, they die, or you die. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like a swarm of woodchucks. So that's why they're world-renowned. Everyone eats their cakes, wood oh, cakes. Because yeah. if you don't... They'll find you. Nations will fall. Yeah. <laughs> from the gutters and from the streams, they will come. Yeah. So everyone uh, knows woodchucks for their amazing baking abilities. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, can you give us one of these recipes? Uh, okay. For, first recipe is um, you take a chunk of wood. You a chunk? Like, is it redwood? Like, is it uh, like, like maple? They, they like a good uh, apple wood, nice cherry hickory. wood. Oh, oh, cherry, cherry wood. A nice good. cherry yeah. wood. And you cover it in leaves. Right. Okay. Leaves that is the a garnish. It's, Cher- a, it's cherry a, leaves. It's a, yeah, like the, the, the not the cherries. Th- tea throw leaves those away. or like <laughs> bay throw leaves. The, maybe mint. Don't, maybe mint. Mint. Yeah. mint. mint. Don't mint. use them for other no, things. Banana leaves. Banana. No, but no, no, we're not. We're not steaming the wood. Yeah, but well, banana, maybe a banana slug. This guy. <laughs> he, he was in the wood already. He left him in there. It's fine. But you cook that for about five days, and uh, you serve it up to a world leader, who has a lot to uh, lose. Low cooked wood, five days over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We slaved over this meal for you. Yeah. Um, Lithuania president. (laughs) Charcoal. It's good. It's good for the digestion. Uh The woodchucks say. Oh, at least you can chew it. Yeah, woodchucks can chuck a lot of wood. Everyone else has to as well. Oh yeah, they're gonna be checking something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. That does not sound tasty. I'll be happy you're not a war leader. You have to worry about that kind of thing. I know plenty. Yes. I will, and I, but I think if you sent them a bunch of black powder in an envelope that they would probably not open it. It's the white powder you have to worry about. Black powder is just a message from the woodchucks. Yes. <laughs> Eat this. We're coming. We're coming for you. <laughs> All right. So that ends the improv trivia portion. So then for the next part, I have some audience questions. Uh, so anybody that has been a Twitch sub or a patron or is a Discord supporter for the server boosting that can have access to a chat to provide some questions. And I did get some questions and there's actually some pretty interesting ones. Uh, so I've grabbed the ones that I thought would be the most interesting. I'll start with those. So the first one I have here is from Blur de Blah. And he says, how long does it take before you have to clean something? Depends what it is. So he was given an example yeah. like a PC, but it could say like anything. Is there a certain threshold where you're like, yeah, I got to do something about this? But to me, it's like if it's about large objects, it's when I'm no longer able to use the surface for what it was intended to mm-hmm. or if I just have time on my hands. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like dust, it's only when it starts getting grimy or like that kind of like where it's just ick. But yeah, like the top of a cabinet can sit forever. <laughs> yeah. If a I can cutting board. Mm-hmm. You need to clean that every time you yeah. use that. Yeah, I think in general. I mean, I, I have even a, uh, a my own personal story from recently where you um, or where I had a furnace go out and I had to clean the inside of the furnace. That would mm-hmm. never have happened if the furnace hadn't started to go out. So. It's not hard to clean out the inside of a furnace if you have a leaf blower. Oh, yeah. 
You mean no. the one that was inside let's, of it? Yes, let's move. Yeah, you just, no, you just take the, the dirt to other and, yeah. Well, it blows it all out. No. Out, out the other end from At your vents. At that point, you're not using a leaf blower. You're using a shop vac. Well, no, that mm. sucks air in. That no, get a shop vac, you can flip oh, hit the switch. reverse. Yeah. yeah, that's one. You can do that. Well, you yeah. can suck everything up and then blow the rest of it off. Mm -hmm. right, into the, right into the carpet. Now, you blow it out all into the floor, and then you get it. It's easier. Yeah, once it's yeah. on the floor, you just flip the switch the other way, and you clean it up. Yeah. yeah. That's why shop vac. Is amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I got one of those somewhere. for for a PC though. Really, if you set up your computer correctly, you usually don't need to do cleaning on the inside very often if you have positive air pressure coming in. But uh, otherwise, really, it's if you can see the dust on it, you should get rid of it because if it starts throwing your fans off balance or if you're starting to plug your air vents and stuff, PCs keep an eye on it. But as long as you have more fans pulling in than out, um, you usually should be fine for quite a while. Mm -hmm. How frequently do you have to wash towels? Like a hand towel. So something that you're only putting clean hands on. I'd say once every week. It depends on how often it's being used. So if you don't use it during that week, do you still have to wash it? Or if no. you only use it once? No. It's, it's, not, it's not dirty by touching. It's dirty by existing. Mm-hmm. Existence it, is dirty. It'll gather dust <laughs> like anything else. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say about a week. For I wouldn't. Like that. Uh, I wouldn't say a week for for a hand. Right. Towel. Well, if you're not using it a lot, like a like a a body a towel you use out of the shower, sure, once yeah. a week. A hand towel, probably once a month, if that. Okay. Yeah, yeah Chad was know. saying that when dust is a new color, or you can see the grayness of it. So that yeah, actually, yeah, when, yeah. When it becomes a new if you have color. wildfires in the area, then you need to wash yeah. things well, much it, more yeah. frequently. And actually, an even coat of dust. I'm okay with that, but the problem is as soon as you touch it, now I see a big mark across it, and mm -hmm. I need to get rid of it. No, mm. you just, like, continue and then write your name in it and be like, awesome, new decoration, and then You're you move on. assholes <laughs> that write something back in people's cars in the winter. <laughs> Wash me. It's, or, it's fun. Uh, okay, so the next question we have here is from Bus Filming Pone. asks, what is the most expensive restaurant you visited? I actually have the answer to this. A couple years ago, I went on a work trip. Uh, to New York, and one of my bosses there, we have a huge budget uh, with that company for eating dinner, and she wanted to spend every dime of it. I think it was $75 per person, and that could mm -hmm. include up to two alcoholic drinks. And so we went to his white night to a steakhouse, and it wasn't just a normal steakhouse. Like, you had to kind of dress in a button shirt. Uh, it was super fancy, and I think the steak itself was $50. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I didn't even get the most expensive thing on that menu by far. That was probably like low to mid. And it was in a delicious steak. And we got sides and alcohol and everything. My bill was, I think, over $75. Everybody at the table was. And uh, and then the next night we went to a, an Italian restaurant where the owner walks to everybody's table to introduce himself. Nothing on the menu made sense. I didn't know anything mm -hmm. that it, was, that it said. I had just take a guess and at least somebody there kind of understood it. Mm -hmm. Everything on that menu was, I think, the minimum was like $40. Yeah, um, it was all written in Italian then, or and it was all in Italian. Oh, I had no okay. idea what it was gotcha. saying, and uh, but yeah, the owner comes out to every table and comes around mm -hmm. constantly. So it was a really cool atmosphere, delicious food, but I would not buy that myself normally. I uh, I went to Crave recently, and I think they my boss took us there for Christmas, and it was like a hundred dollars. They took you there for Christmas? But no, he did take me. There. He, well, he took us there for the holidays, and what? It, anyway, back <laughs> <laughs> to the story. It was like $100 a person is what he spent on us. You bought a lot of booze, though, didn't you, too? 
I bought like yeah two or three drinks. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that, can, that can add up in places like. But crazy. like it was super fancy. You had waiters who were like one arm in front, one arm in back, walking around all f- fancy dress. I was pretty much dressed as I am now, and I walk yeah, it's in a there. Up shirt. It's the mall of America. They well, have too. But, but that's how that's how rich people are sometimes. They're just they just don't even care. I just yeah, I was rich. just happy. Yeah, to they're find too the rich place. to care. Are you too I rich to care? I didn't pay for any of the food, so. <laughs> <laughs> rich people. That don't means eat. you're rich. Like I've crazy. It was a nice restaurant. I've eaten eaten at much nicer places for far less money. Money doesn't always equal nice. Yeah, you couldn't no. get chili at Crave. You couldn't well, get a three way at Crave. <laughs> no, no. You, can, you could ask for it, but they didn't, they'd remove you from the property. Yes. <laughs> no, you could get a good, a delicious meal for cheaper, but if, the, sometimes you can't get the certain type of taste that no. you're going to get because the ingredients just I mean, too much. The nicest view I've ever had, at least within the U.S., was at a Joe's Crab Shack. So uh, I went to mm. a man, or I think it was called Manny's in Chicago, a great steak place. You couldn't get a good curry there. Yeah, but, that makes sense, I suppose. But yeah. if I was going to say the most expensive, I think it would probably be, uh, I think it's called Fogo che- the, de Fogo Chow. De Chow. Fogo yeah, Fogo yeah, de Chow. where it's not that any item is really expensive. It's just that here's meat. Here's more meat. Here's um, more meat. And, yeah. and the bill just keeps going yep. higher and you don't realize it. And we did that as a, we went as a party. Uh, it was a group of like 18 people in a private room at Fogo de Chow. And they would walk into our private room, close the door, and then walk around the table. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't even want to know how much that costs. Uh, and they did the full dessert rounds and everything. And that place was packed when we walked in. Mm-hmm. And we got our own private room. So it's nice. oh, expensive. I think I the, the most expensive place I think I've ever been was um, it's, either, it's either Butcher and the Boar or it's uh, Buca de Beppo. Uh, Buco de Peppa, that's a little different because it's you're getting family. a lot of food. Yeah, you get it. you get a it's, ton expen- of food. it's expensive, but you get a lot of food. You get like two to three people worth. But Butcher and the Boar is definitely one of those places where you go in and you're you're out of there with like a hundred and fifty dollar bill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but usually you're satisfied, and then you look mm-hmm. at the bill later, and you're like, Shit. oh, the memory's not worth it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, if the mm-hmm. company's paying for it, okay. Uh, I I always kind of view food as like nice food is nice, but at the end of it. Whether you ate like a one hundred dollar lobster or two packs of ramen, you're gonna be just as full either way. So oh, no, no it's, that's a, not true. There but is you're not, a difference. You're not gonna remember that day that you had ramen in the afternoon. You don't remember what you did this. That I don't remember what I did fifteen minutes ago, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> you can get full. <laughs> you can get full eating Play-Doh. It it's not mm, gonna be the same no. as eating a steak. But there is when eh, you get that. I'm gonna good, forget either way. When you get a great plate you're of, you're gonna food forget it, eating Play-Doh. <laughs> Probably. It depends on the flavor of Play-Doh. Yes. What flavor of Play-Doh Cincinnati is Cincinnati chili. Blue flavor. I feel like Ooh. I was one of those kids who probably ate a lot of glue. <laughs> probably. You, you don't even remember. You don't remember. That's the point. <laughs> he ate so much glue, he can't remember. You'd think that sort of thing would stick with you. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wait, that's not the one. There, there we go. Hey. Uh, sensible Wait. chuckle. Sensible chuckle. There, that's there the we go. Uh, Silver says you just put glue in her, yes. her hands, let it dry, and peel it off. Oh, oh everybody, God, everybody did that. that. No. Elmer's glue I, was no, the I did, best. did not do that. No. El- yes. Clear Elmer's glue with the glitter in it was the best kind for that. I do mm. remember, like, in high school, kids would hold down my hand for fun, and I would just let them take a racer from a pencil and just go at the back of my hand until the skin all peeled away. <laughs> but that was a different game. <laughs> What? You would let people peel the skin off of your fingers. No, like the back of my hand. They would just take the racer until, like... Yes, peeling yeah. the skin off your rear hand. Was this a fun 
activity it, for everybody? It or? hurt, I guess. But they're trying. Was, you had such good friends. They're trying to remove you from existence. That that area did scar for a while. We did it for several days. <laughs> that, well, that I mean, sounds down. like torture. I I I, 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 I looked down upon you for that sort of a thing. But we we also played quarters on the school oh, gym yeah, ground as kids. And, and it's a horrible, my knuckles game. have never been the same after we started doing that. We did it for months. <laughs> every every single morning we would play quarters. I just didn't want to pay attention at home economics, and that's just peeling the skin off my hand. It was better than home economics. <laughs> <laughs> seemed like a better use of my time. Or, or you're trying to find at what point you were willing to eat another human being in home economics. <laughs> yes. Well, I, when is it justified? Well, I think after the... The third quarter. As soon as he yeah. looks at the looks at the baby with like the the accelerometers in it, he's like, "Hmm, can I put that into a pot and eat it?" Anytime <laughs> they came over out where they're eating the food, they just keep giving it to Michael because he was <laughs> trying to be plumped up. <laughs> Everybody did give me their crackers and mustard because I would just eat crackers and mustards, and the other children would find this fascinating. If it was crackers it, and ketchup, I could understand, but it mustard, was mustard, crackers, no. and I, I would like crumble up a big bowl of crackers and just put mustard on it. And just eat it and the other kids. Because we all got free crackers you, with like ch- on chili day. You made crackers and mustard cereal. Yeah. Did with you no get milk. fed breakfast that day? Yeah, but the other kids found it interesting. And I was like, hey, I this want is friends. getting me attention. So <laughs> I ate tons of crackers and Wait, mustard. So I'm wondering which was the preferable form of torture for you? Eating crackers and mustard or having people remove the skin from your hands? <laughs> it depended on the day. <laughs> That's that's sad. It is. That's sad. Only in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next question here, uh, uh, this is so. There's the three main ones that I want to cover because these are like the I thought they're really good questions. Um, so Null and Void asks, you have one sentence to convince a two year younger Michael that you're mm. from the future. What do you say? Wait, we have to convince. We have to convince Michael as of two years ago that he, we are from the future. Two years ago was a rough time for um, me. <laughs> I would say uh, to convince him, yeah, two years ago would have been just before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say buy real estate. I think so. You're, you're trying to kick me out. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I, I think in general, get out. If, if like two years ago, like. Michael, Michael, Michael would have believed anything I'd ever said, so it doesn't even matter. No, I, see, I'm not trying to convince him anything. I'm just trying to screw him over. So oh, yes, yeah. buy, buy real estate. Yeah. Buy Delta. Ooh, buy Delta. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, I do have Delta stock. Uh, yeah, after the point when it was at its lower end. Mm. We're saying yeah. buy it when it's at its high. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. That's not good. That's, uh, yeah, see, see you're I trying know, to convince me you're from the future, not that you're an asshole. No, I'm trying to screw him over because convincing him is really easy. You just say, hey, mm-hmm. Michael, I'm from the future. And you'd be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you would totally believe Probably. it. Probably. I'd be like, hey, I'm from the future. Just like you just pull out like your like driver's license from the future. And I'd be like, oh, neat. Oh. And then, like, give me stock tips. Yeah. I, and you would <laughs> lie to me. I did. <laughs> I, would lie. I gave you all the tips. No. Uh, if I had one sentence, it would be, I'm from, the, I'm from the future. You can call me right now, and me in the present will answer you. Yeah, that would that would be a good work. trick. Okay, well, but yeah. then the world would explode. Well, there's, there's no way for you. But, you, but he would number. believe you for a He second. would believe you before the world ended. Yeah. You wouldn't know any specific event by day right now. So no. you would have to choose something that was general to be done at that mm-hmm. time. Well, he wouldn't be able to confirm anything. Like, if you just showed up with, and there were two Johns, I'd be a little like, oh, wow, 
<laughs> Nothing faces oh, this wow. man. I'd be like, oh. we, we can start a Mario Brothers movie now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's neat. Which one would be Mario and which one would be Luigi? The older one or the younger one? Well, the older if, one's Luigi. Because they're both the same height. It depends. Well, yeah, well, one's the Luigi, original games, no, we can fix that. Well, we're just <laughs> gonna, gonna remove some of bone. <laughs> no, it's CGI or something. God, what are you, a fucking serial killer? If you're gonna use CGI, <laughs> why do you need two people? Yeah, Kyle. It's just cheaper. Uh, if we can yeah. just look at the first Mario Brother movie where they're like the same height. It's fine. Just one where it's green? Yeah, just one's green Mario, essentially. One, one's okay. much younger and less fat. They're, I thought they were like twins or something. No. no. Green Mario just sounds like that was a bad meatball. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. all Luigi was. This is green Mario. Oh. No, he was Luigi. He was, always yeah. Lu- he was always Luigi. That's all he was. He was always Luigi. Always Never a green Mario. Believe whatever you like. So I think we have a time for one more, and I'm going to leave this one up to, or I'm going to modify this question a little bit. So Flutterkind asks, what is the worst offense or crime you have committed and are willing to talk about? The whiz. Mm. The whiz. The whiz. <laughs> Uh, because there's definitely things that I probably could say, but I don't want to have on camera. <laughs> so, um, so I'm yeah. To think of something that's not horrifically illegal. It doesn't matter if you were caught. I mean, I've ran a couple mm. lights, and th- I gotten two tickets for overtime for oh, stuff. I could tell the story of the only time I've been in the back of a cop car. Oh. So I went alone to visit my grandparents in Duluth and drove back, and I drove back tired. And... Driving for three hours while you're tired is not a good experience. Especially on 35 when it's like just straight. Yeah. Deadline straight. And I got into St. Paul and I took a wrong turn and then I found construction. And the construction hid where a stoplight was. And I went through that stoplight and I didn't make it to the other side. This was in my first smart car. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. You didn't make it to the other side, so got, you went crashed. into the construction? No, uh, I got hit by a car. Wait, if oh, you, were, you got hit by a car. Then I got hit by another car. Oh, okay, wait, you were, oh no. you were, if you were in a smart car yeah. and you got hit by another car, first you have to tell us how you were brought back from the dead. <laughs> no, they bounce. Yeah, they, not, yeah I mean, the, the other car had that, no damage because they basically banged into plastic and I bounced off of them, bounced off another car, hit a curb, which took out two of my tires, and then I crashed into a concrete planter, Did, which... And then you hit the arm that came up and, and to throw you in for bonus points. Yeah, the, co- the, concrete, plan- the concrete planter yeah. basically flipped over your car. Well, it, the traffic light that I went through to mm. get to the concrete planter was... It slowed me enough that I didn't mm. do any lasting damage to the, like, two planter. Th- the two-ton bowl full of dirt. Mm. But, uh, yeah, cops came. I said, yeah, I ran a red light. Oh, that's very honest of you. I want to sit down and have a nap because... I'm tired. I'm tired? (laughs) Yep. And no other car had damage. My car was totaled. (laughs) That's amazing, though, that no other car... Because it's, like, basically a squeaky toy. You were (laughs) were driving a squeaky toy. It's a go-kart. Yeah. With, like, plastic bumpers on every side. And yeah. I love how even after that, your car gets completely trashed and you get jumped around. You're like, you know what I want? I want to do that again. Let's yeah. get another yeah, one. Another yeah. one of those guys. Because the only reason mine was totaled, well, two of the wheels were like... Well, you were hit by two cars. Well, those cars didn't do any damage. The only reason I couldn't drive away was because the curb I hit perpendicular to the curb. So they, like, sheared two of mm. my those two wheels off of the car and going through the stoplight dented the frame 
which meant that the next time that I got in an accident, I would die. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I got a new one. Because yeah. it is really difficult to replace the entire frame of your car. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's well, like four yeah, feet long. Yeah, but there's yeah. only like, what, three feet of frame throughout the entire car? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's only three feet of cars. So. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. okay. It's like the joke that I had when I was working in the machine shop where they said, uh, don't buy a German car. And I said, well, I have one, but if it's any consolation, it's not much of a car. Yeah. Shoe. yeah, but yeah. Uh, I know for me, like, go, technically, I brought up earlier about going to that uh, abandoned asylum. Technically, that was private property, and yeah, technically and, breaking and, uh, and entering and a construction zone. And we there was we didn't break Were the window. Speeding? The window was pre broken. Okay. Um, so, but uh, but so technically, we entered that without any permission. And then there's yeah, there's definitely I don't count traffic anything because in the and normal traffic, like, I went five over the speed limit. <gasps> No, like, no, oh I don't God. count that stuff. I mean, I've definitely went like 20 over at times. Uh, not really anymore. But yeah, and I, and I know I probably have small bits of vandalism, like from when I was a lot younger. Some oh, that yeah. I remember, yeah, some that probably. I don't. I had lots of that. I did a lot of trespassing as a kid, like in my neighbor's yards and like all throughout the woods. Like there was when you're tons a kid, of area. You don't think about it. Kids you know? can't trespass. Like I built, when I was a kid, I built a tree house on somebody else's property. Mm. And we were super thrilled with it until like the owner, the, the people who own that part of like the, the woods got kind of pissed off. That there was only a tree house <laughs> in their land. But like, yeah. yeah, like when I was a kid, I'd go into abandoned houses and stuff. Mm -hmm. it was, I didn't think anything of it. It was just, we were just exploring. We were kids. Can kids mm. trespass? Because I, I have to think that if they found At just point, yeah. a five-year-old in Fort Knox, they'd just grab <laughs> them by the shoulder and call their parents. Give them a gun. Give them <laughs> a gun. Why would you give the child a gun? Because no. he's not trespassing. He's got, they got to let him go. No, you but why give him a gun? Because then he can take the gold. No, you don't want him to take the gold. No, yeah. no kid, kids can steal. I'm saying they can't trespass. But, but Those it's are not, two different things. It's not stealing until he gets the gold, and then he has a way to escape. Yeah, kids yeah. can also shoot someone, and that's still murder. But, but I'm not saying he's to shoot the gold anybody. hostage. He has it. What happens after that's up to him. Mm -hmm. I, I like, don't I, enable children. I like this loophole. Like, okay, Timmy, go up into Fort Knox and grab the big metal bars and bring them back to mommy. It's like, <laughs> can't stop you. <laughs> You're only five. There's a, a small child dragging like a 25 pound gold bar out the door. It's like, oh, it's adorable. No, 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 I imagine every guard just has a lollipop in case they say a kid, because then they can say, well, you could have that, or you could have this lollipop, and it's a lot lighter. You don't have to carry that. That big, kid would that, drop that gold immediately. That, yeah. that kid went through months and months of training yeah. with his mother to just turn down lollipops. Uh, <laughs> like he's like, <gasps> there's an entire underground ring of children thieves that are trained <laughs> to go into different areas and steal different things and yeah. adorable and yeah, yeah it's all very it's all just like the Halloween shops, like yeah. ninja outfits. Yeah. No, and the he, kids get past they all the. No, for a different kids, occupation. Yeah, they got the little they, and they got the little bags for trick or treating. Yeah, and I'm imagining the kids get past all of the guards, all of the lollipops, <laughs> and then they find the final guard who has a Hershey bar, a full sized oh, no. Hershey bar. I want to, I want to see though. They go all the way through to the like the guard at the gate for the gold, and they like trick or treat, and the guy's like, oh. Oh, uh, he's like looking around for something. He looks over at the gold. He's like, damn it. And he just grabs the bar and puts it in the bag. <laughs> he's just dragging it. You just explained to your boss at the end of the day. He's just like, 
We're missing an entire 25 kilo bar of gold. What happened it, to that thing? I gave him 100 grand. It's like, I, yeah. I, did, I didn't have any candy. He needed something. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> give him something. That's why they, the government has to issue everyone at Fort Knox mm -hmm. some form of candy. Mm -hmm. yeah. That, yeah, yeah, Michael should know. Nope. This is Kentucky. Yeah, I, I drove past Fort Knox once. So and did you get candy? Hmm. I did not. Did you oh, stop? Hmm. I should have stopped. I should have yeah. gotten some candy. Yeah. Should have walked up there right up to the gates before Knox and be like, give me candy. I feel like I would have gotten something. Yes. <laughs> you walk up to Fort Knox with Mainly a mask and a bag. Yeah. I think but that place is surrounded by landmines. I can see him doing trick Maybe. or treat and he'd be like, you're 32. If you if you're in a high secure or highly secured location and you just see a five-year-old in a costume with a trick or treat bag walk up and be like, trick or treat. It's like, definitely it's like, a trap. You, do, you have a, do you have a bomb, small child? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, is, am no. I being played right now? Like, what's happening? No, Kyle, <laughs> it's either a trap or you're being, the, the place is haunted. And that's where there's <laughs> yeah. creepy, shining Kyle, children. if you were in the middle of basic and there was a live fire exercise and then you saw a little kid in a princess costume with a bag, what would you do? I probably would just try to fall asleep because that would mean sleep deprivation has hit me <laughs> just just hard enough. Okay, that that's a really effective hallucination. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna lay down right now. <laughs> that's not my problem. I'm Good gonna night. go let somebody know, and um, then I'm gonna go to bed. I would think in a, in a live fire training exercise, nothing. But in a real war situation, you would have to make some hard choices. I'm thinking. Yeah, there's there's plenty of crazy things that happen in warfare. So um, Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah. No, now I'm just imagining not the Christmas truce, the Halloween truce. <laughs> Gotta have candy. Um, <laughs> They're just going out of the foxholes dressed as like ghosts and devils and then drag. Just in World War II, they visited the German lions dressed up as goblins. <laughs> no, I did a lot Asking of trespassing as a kid. It's called, it's called LARPing. <laughs> it's called LARPing. <laughs> Wait, live? No, live fire LARPing. Yes. Oh. Oh, isn't that what you? So, like, be, oh, like medieval times, they were they weren't just fighting wars; they were actually just larping Magic with real weapons. <laughs> <laughs> well, does that mean like private militias are just larpers? Sometimes, yeah, actually. You know, I mean, like well, you've got Civil War larpers. Why not World War Three larpers? Yeah. I mean, some of the uh, World War Three larping. Yes. <laughs> some of the military oh, contractors definitely hire larpers to go do stuff overseas. Oh so. my God, Frank has the new codes. <laughs> <laughs> he has a football. He oh, dropped it, and everybody's them. like, ah. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Though. I was thinking of the one thing, though, that illegal, illegal that I do actually all the time, and it's and according to the government, it's very, very illegal and very bad, and that is copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, I'm a lot better about it, but there's a lot of content that I have that, it, like, I have copyrighted songs in there, and somehow or another, like, YouTube algorithm never actually caught it. You wouldn't eh. steal a car. Yeah, but I do steal money from, from con like, musicians, apparently. But I don't do it anymore. I I've stopped that completely. Uh, but for many years, I just, I mean, most of the time the revenue still goes mm -hmm. back to them. But anything that you don't own, if you put a picture of something that somebody else drew in your content, it was it's technically illegal. Yeah. But just, like, there's also that point where an artist who makes music is putting their, there's only so many new services I can sign up to buy your music. Yeah. There's, no, there's, that's I'm just going to pirate it. That's a large, well, if I'm talking keep, about, if you keep screwing it's up. one thing to pirate to, to just consume it, but it's another, I'm talking about utilizing it for your own gain. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 So that's why I've stopped doing that for in almost any sense, but you sometimes just can't stop because there's something very small that you didn't even know was even copyrighted. It's kind of like uh, with patents. 
That happens a lot too, where people get patent lawsuits because they use a technology they didn't even know had a patent on it. It was just something they came up with. It was similar enough, but I remember when I was a kid, I destroyed a bunch of trees because I was fun. Yeah, we went the whole story. Pretty much, we we went. How did you just destroy them? We went into these woods belonging to a neighbor nearby. Oh, to the trailer park. Went into the woods. We went into the woods, and we were just walking through these guys' woods, and we saw these trees that were kind of smaller than the other trees and had shallow roots, and we were just like, look how strong I am. And we went around looking for these trees, <laughs> and we pushed them all over. Like, we just put our whole weight into it, and we pushed these trees, and we're like, yeah, yeah. And we took out, like, a couple dozen of these trees. <laughs> and then I go home, and suddenly I hear that, the guy who owns this land found out about one of the people who were with us, and he's like, you killed all these trees. And we're like, they're your trees? <laughs> Someone owns this land? <laughs> Somebody I, owns land? Yeah. How's that work? It's okay to be an affront to God, but not to people. Like, people don't own land. Yeah. We're, yeah. This is here. This, this, is, my, this is my is garden. theft. Yeah. <laughs> So the young communists of Kentucky. Yeah, I always kind of felt bad about that after the fact because mm. I didn't really like think your child. I have the these, I have, cho- these trees belong to someone. Yeah, yeah, I have the the one time when I was I think five or six years old where I went out to my neighbor's driveway and cut down one of their tiny Christmas or the tiny pine yeah. trees they had planted, so and cute. I did, I brought it back to the front porch and I was and my parents were like, "Where'd you get that thing?" <laughs> it's like I got it over there. And, uh, yeah, I cut down my neighbor's tree little, for Christmas. Adorable vandalism. <laughs> yeah. That one I can't fault myself for because I was so young. But at the same time, that must have been adorable. But also, like, my parents probably had to pay money <laughs> to get that Christmas tree. I, d- I did put a glass shard in my neighbor's tire one time because I wanted to see what would happen. What, you mean you, just, you popped their tire with a shard I, of glass? I, I put a shard of glass. I was a little kid. Reminder, I was a child. I don't know when you stopped being a child. Yeah, so when he was 20, a child. 20 years older. He was a child <laughs> was like of 21. Nine, nine, nine years old. So and old I enough put, to know better. I Old enough to know better, but not really old enough like to, to really stop think yourself. about consequences. Yeah. And I put a glass shard from a broken glass bottle that I found lying in the street further into the street where I know somebody <laughs> would run over it. Mm. And uh, the person who ran over it happened to be our next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually pulled up, ran over the shard, went into his house, and I noticed the shard was gone, so I ran over to his car, and there's just this glass shard sticking out of his tire. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> and I ran Who could have thought this would ever happen? <laughs> like, so that was bad. Uh, anyway, and so now now all that incriminating evidence is over with. So that is every <laughs> everything we have for the podcast today. Thanks for hanging out and, yeah. and watching with us. I know I'd like to end this by showing, because we had a lot of drinks here and kind of going over that. So, John, you always oh, bring yeah. something fancy yeah i brought a tom and jerry mix which basically is hot eggnog yeah there's mm. like a tom and jerry's batter and yep. then there was some alcohol and hot water and you used bourbon and rum i used what is it uh, brandy and rum brandy and rum yeah so mm. some lustau de yarez some, <laughs> some <laughs> spanish brandy yeah you hit that accent on the nose <laughs> lustau de lare <laughs> Um, But no, it was very good. It basically was like a little hot cookie. It was Mm -hmm. so sugary. Yeah, Yeah, it was was very sugary. It was was good. I just bought a, or I I bought, I did buy, I I brought a, uh, what is this, Prize? Prize Prize Brewing? It's P-R-Y-E-S, Prize Brewing. Lost Moon. Um, The Lost Moon is just one of their yearlies. I guess kind of like what Surly does. 
So mm-hmm. I just wrote that. It was really good. Um, I just had a, I think it was indeed had their Mexican honey as a beer that I like. I had a can of that along with John's thing there. Oh, we got to talk about what I brought. The yeah. Super, Bring out, see what kind of fancy super. sort of wine you got today. I got something from the liquor store that was cheap and quick and I didn't know what it was, but it looked good. Yeah. Uh, Point some, the label uh, towards the camera. Uh, Arbor Mist Cherry. It, uh. It's got alcohol in it, and it's super sweet, so I'll yeah. drink it. Yeah, it's, it's, that, that is the choice drink of college girls across the world. Yeah. <laughs> it is juicy juice with alcohol. Not so. just college girls, high school girls. Yeah, even earlier. Oh, boy. Children. Oh. Children know what good, uh. good things are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> children, they know the good booze. Uh, but thanks, thanks for hanging out. Uh, we'll be back again in a couple of weeks. So, Michael, what is your final word? Um, drink Ovaltine.